Hello, I am Katrina Collier, and as part of my mission to inspire all the people that recruit people to treat people better, I bring you the Hiring Partner Perspective Unedited podcast. Here, you will hear from those hiring leaders who create true partnerships with recruiters, HR, and talent acquisition because they know that it delivers a better result for the business and a better human experience. May this podcast inspire other hiring leaders to create better partnerships with their recruiters and HR. And may it inspire recruiters to create true and valuable partnerships with their hiring leaders because people make businesses succeed and people matter. So let us begin. Vinda Pabiel, welcome to the Hiring Partner Perspective, unedited podcast, proudly supported by the people at WorkDrive. Thank you so much for talking to me this morning. Oh, thanks for having me on, Katrina. No, I'm super excited to have you here. But I am going to let you actually introduce yourself because I really don't know what you do. <laughs> like I've read your LinkedIn, but you know, so tell the world, what is it you do? Because I know yeah. you've done different things since this little pandemic got in the way. Yeah, uh, so I uh, my, my last full time role was with um, a company, Read Business Information, who were part of Relex Group, FTSE um, top thirty company, and I was global talent development partner with them. Yeah, um, learning development has been my uh, and organizational development have been my kind of mainstay for the last eighteen years or so. Yeah, so getting involved in all sorts with leadership development, executive development talent management, succession planning, learning mm-hmm. and development proper itself, um, learning strategy, design, digital learning. Yeah. All of that kind of people development stuff, sit, I, I, I've had a lot of involvement with over the years. Yeah. And then since I left um, back in summer last year, uh, set up um, on my own to set up a, yeah. a, an L&D kind of consultancy agency type called Challenging Frontiers, where yep. currently it's just me, right? So I laugh, Katrina, because I've called myself <laughs> uh, I've called myself the senior learning strategist. But I was saying to I've said to people before, I could I could easily call myself the chief admin officer. Because totally. it, doesn't, it doesn't make any difference when it's just you in the organization, in your own company. Like, who, like, who, who cares like, what the hierarchy is or what the title is? Absolutely. It makes no difference. And isn't it hilarious, all the stuff you learn to do as well? It's like, I can even do a bit of code on the back of my WordPress site. And you're just like, completely irrelevant Yeah, <laughs> like what I do. But you learn all this stuff. It's amazing what I've learned in the last decade. Oh, absolutely. Just mind-blowing in that respect. So, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. So that's been going um, for about the last nine months then. And then most recently, um, I've decided that I w- uh, I've been playing with the idea for a long time, but I've decided I'm going to start a co-working space in my local town. So I'm over in Epping Forest in Essex. I love that. And uh, there's, oh, it's beautiful around here. It's so beautiful. And there's, but there's nothing like this around. There's no local co-working space or meeting room space or anything like this yeah so um yeah I'm in the process of just getting the lease agreed and and then hopefully that'll get up and running so what sparked that idea was it I mean obviously there's nothing there but yeah it must be pandemic related um in some respects actually it's less so oh yeah I so I've I've been in and out of co-working spaces for about five years six years 
and I, I, I love the I've always loved the idea of them, mm. and um, wanted to. I, I kind of explored the idea of about four years ago or something. Couldn't really do anything full time job and all that kind of stuff, right? You're already got commitments, all, that boring stuff. all the boring stuff, <laughs> and uh, and then because um, I left the full time role last summer. I kind of thought, well, maybe this is the time to start, and not just because we're in a pandemic and like that 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 was not going to really happen. But I gave my I kind of gave myself the permission to play, gave myself the permission oh, to it. be able to say, you know what, Suk, um, you've you've done a lot of corporate life existence for a long time, <clears throat> and in some ways I am very suited to that. And then in other ways, I get trapped in kind of mm-hmm. processing protocols and procedures. And that's just not me, Katrina. I, I don't like no. that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> and, and when I don't, and what I find is when I don't... I feel like you're stuck in a cube. You're trying yeah. to push out in every direction and being stopped by red tape. <laughs> that is that is what I feel like, right? And yeah. you know, those who know me will know that I, I find other ways to play. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I... I'm going to give myself that permission to just play then. And I'm fortunate. I'm in a a very privileged position. I've got a supportive family. I've got um, good people around me to help me think well about what I want to do. And, you know, it's not just some flight of fancy. It's, (laughs) there's, you know, there's been some good thinking and some good discussion about, you you know, Suk, are you sure this is what you want to do? Yes, it sounds exciting, but, you know, what's the plan? How are you going to make it happen? And, yeah, yeah, I've got yeah, like I said, I've got some really good people who are having, who are helping me to have really good discussions about starting up this co-working space. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. It's quite exciting and energizing. It is energizing when you do what you love. Yeah. So many people, my little post that I put on LinkedIn last week went a bit viral, and then awesome. <laughs> so the one about turning fifty and about how at forty I didn't actually like who I was, but at fifty I do, and how I do stuff that makes me sit up and buzz, and like watching yeah. you while you're talking about it. You've lit up. Your whole face is gone. <laughs> Sorry for the podcast. You can't see this, but his whole face is like lit up as you're talking about it. And it's to me, it's that, please, even if you're employed in that big corporate, do the thing that makes you sit up. If yeah. You, this is it. This isn't a dress rehearsal, this life. you know. Right. Just, you're not going to come back and do it again. Well, depending on what you believe, but most people don't yeah. think that. So it's like... <laughs> sit up and do what makes you buzz so you know I love that I guess what I was thinking with the co-working is even though it's only Epping Forest it's yeah. still a commute in isn't it it's oh only, it absolutely what, 40 yeah. minutes or an hour uh, yeah. well into Stratford it's half an hour into Liverpool oh, Street gosh. it's 45 minutes so, oh, okay. so it's better than I thought yeah it's not so bad but you know, if you can save yourself that commute in, exactly. why wouldn't you save yourself the commute in, right? Yeah. And if there's options to be able to, you know, still be part of a community locally, mm. yeah, that's that's so that's kind of what I'm hoping to provide for. Like, and plus, Epping is a Just, it's a huge commuter town, so yeah. you know, during the peak hours of commuting, it is busy. It really, really is a yeah. busy station. So you're saving from going potentially back to a sardine can, from what you just said as well. Yeah. And still, but still getting sometimes that escape from the house. Exactly. You know, a lot of people don't have a dedicated space. So yeah. I love that idea. So, of course, we got chatting because I saw your post, which I now am going to click on. Yeah. Um. So you decided, so you wrote a blog about recruiting without a CV. I did. So from a hiring manager perspective, <laughs> doing this, and I loved it. I'm like, he used Nextdoor app. Could you imagine that? Um. <laughs> so... I love Nextdoor app, but usually it's just someone bitching about the rubbish. It is, but, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> do you want to explain your thinking about doing that and just not? I yeah. Guess she, having seen you didn't post it, the job everywhere, I thought you must have saved a ton of time. But yeah. you tell me, what was your thinking behind it? And- of course. No, so thanks. So I really appreciate you picking it up and wanting to talk about it here. So, you know, one of the thing, one of the roles that helps a, com- a co-working space be successful is having someone in to be a community manager. Yeah. And, you know, so they're essentially the person that you meet and greet when you come in. They help you to get set up and get feel welcomed and included in the space. Right. Yeah. So, yes, I would be there as the owner, but I'm not always going to be available all around. So kind of figured, right. And so I'm going to need to hire somebody to do this. Right. Yeah. And just, just play around with what that could look like. And, uh, um, you know, so did some kind of research on, right, so what's the kind of average salary, um, you know, so kind of figured it, if I pay about 24K for a full-time role, mm-hmm. that kind of would be competitive enough locally because it's outside of London, right? I'm not paying well, London rates. Commuting. Yeah, and yeah. commuting, exactly. We're saving on so many in so many ways and it's probably um for some it's a first chance to get some work experience isn't it as well so potentially they've got lower costs anyway yeah yeah so yes to that but actually what I was really interested in was supporting people locally who might have part-time needs ah got you so one of the things um that I kind of decided was that it could be a full-time role but actually I'm very open to part-time hours Mm. because as long as there's someone there to maintain things for, like, you know, some set hours during the day, I'm very happy for it to be flexible. So that was kind of one part of thinking, right, is, you know, what's yeah. the need of the role? How can I how can I be a bit flexible with that um, so that there's better flexible. inclusion locally, right? Sorry, say again. Flexible. Yeah, flexible, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. It sends fear into the many hiring managers. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it does, right? It does. Yeah. But it's, um, you know, so from the from my prior ex- experience with kind of, you know, talking to hiring managers at, you know, in last in, in corporate existence, yeah, I think sometimes we just get stuck in ourselves with, you know, it has to be this or it's or it can't be it can't be anything else. You're like, well, yeah. really? Like, yeah, surely the surely the last year of pandemic and lockdown has taught us that we can be flexible and that there are better ways to be productive. And anyway, so all that kind of stuff. Um, the other th- thought then was I didn't want to post on LinkedIn uh, or Indeed or anything like that because I didn't want to get inundated with yeah. just everything. Right? Is yeah. I don't. Um, I've, I'm kind of on a short-ish time scale. Yeah, like, not massively, but kind of short-ish. And so what I didn't have really time for was, and I've been working on a couple of big projects recently, so I didn't have time to um, really invest in a huge amount of applications going mm. through them, trying to figure out, like, who's got the best application, who can I... <laughs> so, um, you know... We, and and I, they're I, usually badly written, aren't they? Because none of us can write our CVs. I mean, they're just... Exactly. <laughs> Recruiters can't write their CVs and they look at them all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of decided that there's a few things. And one, I wasn't going to post on any of those sites. Um, and two, I was trying to figure out, so how do I post locally? I've been on the Nextdoor app for a while yeah. and, you know, just kind of letting people know I'm setting this up, it's happening. And so I just posted a thing in there to say, hey, folks, look, I'm hiring for this kind of role. Here's mm. the salary and here's the kind of hours I'm kind of expecting. And I'm very open to part-time workers. Yeah. And 
I had, um, and, and then one of the key things I put in the job description that I put together was um, uh, that I, I let people know I don't really care about their CV. Like yeah. their, their, their CV just doesn't matter to me. Their, you know, what, what their work history is or what their qualifications are or what their education is. Like, why, why does that, any of that make any difference to how someone can be a community manager? Mm-hmm. I like, genuinely, like, none of that really matters yeah. because I'm not looking for a specific high quality skill set. You know, I don't yeah. need them to be coders. I don't need them to be engineers or, mm-hmm. you know, project managers or anything. Yeah. I just need them to be good people. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and good with people. <laughs> and yeah. good with people. Yeah, right. Yeah. And this is, that was a key factor, actually, right, is, you know, you're going to be meeting people regularly. How do you, yeah. you, know, you know, how does that go for you? What does that do look you like? like people? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, and so I said to people, look, uh, please just submit a cover letter. Like, that's all I need. Yeah. Yeah, and, and here's some key questions, right? The questions yeah, were just three questions. Yeah, yeah, I had three questions. They were, you know, what excites you about the role? What's going to be good about the role for you? And what hours would suit you best? Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of it. That's the core of yeah. what I needed to know. I don't need to know anything else. <laughs> and um, it was nice. I got, um, I think I had like nine people locally all respond. Um, so cool. Out of those four actually submitted a cover letter and Katrina like they were good cover letters you know (laughs) (laughs) and I was like this is wonderful I love this because this is what I'm kind of hoping for is that you know I just want people to be able to just write something nicely which they did they didn't have to sell themselves as such I mean obviously it's a cover letter so yes you do but yeah they were there was all all sorts of good um stuff in them um, one pulled out, unfortunately, when I invited them all in for an interview and um, met all three. And actually, I wanted to hire all three. So I was in a really uh, kind of privileged position where uh, kind of, you know, the stars Don't aligned. Like... <laughs> You've got really you're really good candidates. Yeah. And I was like, right, so what do I do now? And, um, and so I, spe- I kind of worked it out that actually um, for two of the candidates, they both wanted, well, actually, all three wanted part-time hours. So that was fine. Yeah. I had no problem with that. Yeah. Um, with two of them in particular, it, it worked out that I could split out the week. So for, yeah. for one person, they could do two full days. And then the rest of the week, they didn't want to work. I was uh, yeah. cool. And then for the other three days, the, um, the other lady then will be able to work part-time hours during the rest of the week. Yeah. So I offered that to both of them. They both accepted. So I have now a team, so cool. which is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, like, we haven't, they haven't started yet because I'm still waiting on a few stuff to kind of uh, finalize. But yeah. no, it was. To be it's, fair, it's, if we're honest, there's a big pile of boxes behind. Stuff. I know, right? <laughs> you're wait, just you're itching to get in there. You're ready to go. Give me the keys. <laughs> I am so ready to go. I really am. Some yeah, so just that's take kind way of too the... long, don't they? So yeah, just give me the keys already. Oh, <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> it's the it's just the legality of stuff, the lease completion yeah. stuff. So that's kind boring. of it, Katrina. Right? That that's kind of where it all sits yeah. and come from. What were you hoping to get? Like when you like, why is the role good for you? What a question. Yeah, but people could answer in so many different ways. What were you hoping they'd say? Um, I was. I mean, kind of. It's, it's what they ended up writing in the um in their cover letters you know it was that they'd uh done some reading about what co-working spaces are about and what a community manager role is 
and and so they responded and saying uh, you know this role seems like it's all about meeting people helping them feel welcome and um you know creating a good space for people to be able to work in i really enjoy doing all of those things and i want to be part of a, a new thing in town where i can be more flexible in my day-to-day stuff and support the business to be a success yeah. i was like this is perfect. They literally so said cool. those things, Katrina. I was like, this is, yes. And they meant them. <laughs> exactly. They I really know, because it's like, it's, oh, oh, we lost, oh, we lost you for a second there. Um, it, because why is the role good for you could come across as like, well, I want this and I want that, but actually they didn't. They showed you they'd done research. Yeah. And understood. And actually you get so much more from that than someone just flicking over a CV, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Right. And because, yeah, and I've done it. Right. And we've all been there. You know, it's here's the job criteria, here are the job responsibilities, and you have to try and match your CV to that and you try and sell yourself in the best way. I was like, I don't care. Right? <laughs> just, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like, yes, I had a job description. Yes, it clearly laid out the job responsibilities and what it is mm. that they would be expected to do. But, um, and, you know, in, in, in response to some of the, um, in response to the question of what's, why is this good for you? They kind of, yeah, they, they picked up on the key things that they needed to pick up on. Like, yeah. Well done, people. That's what you do. I know, but it's actually <laughs> like a little test, isn't it? <laughs> it completely is. I had two funny responses, Katrina, right? So there oh, was, sure, sure. so there was, there was two people who responded with, uh, who responded directly to me on the email yeah. to say, um, "Hey, look, we're really, in, I, I'm really interested, and here's my answers to the specific questions you've asked." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "All right, that's cool, um, but I just, um, I kind of need that in a cover letter, please." Like, mm-hmm. and like, there's some really good stuff. And there was this one lady who sent me like eight emails or something in the space of 24 hours, giving me her life history. And I was like. <laughs> It honestly was, and uh, and, I, and I went back to her. And I said, "Look, this is. I, I have no problem with you doing this, but just give it to me in a cover letter, and yeah. uh, you know, take the stuff there because there's really valuable sharing, and create a, a you know coherent thing that you can then send back to me." Um, yeah. So and and then um, so one lady re- uh, that I said, "Can you send this back to me?" She was like, "No, um, I've answered the specific questions you've asked me to answer." Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, you didn't ask for a CV, therefore I'm not giving you one. And so if th- this is it, this is all you're getting from me. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's fine. No flexibility there for a flexible working. No, office. thank you. But actually, then, you're also finding out, um, like, one if they'll do what they're asked. So that's yes, exactly. easy to manage. Yeah. But also, like, can they use? Word? Yeah. Because there might be situations you need them to create a contract or whatever. Right. So. <laughs> yeah yeah awkward if you don't have it on your laptop but um <laughs> yeah it is most people have something <laughs> well they do right and and it does show you know can you use tech to just some level of capability yeah. right? I don't need yeah. to have like and I said this in the thing as well I was like look I don't care about your spelling or your grammar I just need a cover letter that works yeah and that that's all it really needs <laughs> um so really you'd yeah. actually learn so much more than you know, the whole, oh, don't use the CV, but actually it was really the thought pattern behind where they're willing to yeah. follow what you'd asked, how they created their answers. Yeah, actually yeah, a lot yeah. more informative. Oh, it was. It was super cool. And then, you know, in the lead up, in the, in the lead up to the interview itself, 
I sent them a podcast on um, this is what a community manager role is mm-hmm. uh, because there's there's some very good people sharing stuff about this out there. And I said to them, listen to that. That literally tells you what I'm expecting from the day-to-day role. Yeah. And then in the interview, we got to really talk about that. Like, you know, yeah. this is like, you know, what's your experience of these things? And again, I, I didn't have to worry about, am I interrogating your CV? You know, am mm. I going through your job history to try and really uncover have you got the skills or what? like no yeah. i just care about what are you good at doing like yeah. I, do you care about this thing that we're talking about yeah and like, you know what's your thoughts on it and because for mo- for nearly all of them none of them had a role that was similar to this because you know one was a customer service and volunteer trainer for a zoo one was a graphic designer and one so was cool. an office manager yeah. Yeah. and you're like cool right i wouldn't expect them to have the right level of experience mm. because this is a new a fairly new role it is. it's still only what five years that yeah going? i don't yeah. even know it's not that gosh the internet changed a lot of things didn't it, it <laughs> allowing us to do this allowing us to be able to go right. and create co-working spaces and just work so differently yeah <laughs> you and i you and i are, well not pre-internet but we're like <laughs> Oh yeah, I am pre. I am pre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> I totally am. I was saying when to was my internet created. Was it like in the seventies? Well, I mean, early. I, I mean, I say pre-internet. I'm talking like you know, didn't have a home PC until I. Oh was, yeah, yeah. Like in what the late nineties or something. So I, I can make it. So hopefully, there's nobody from the tech world listening to this. Um, I, I kid you not. So I, I, I had a very sheltered upbringing. So the whole, you know, North Shore of Sydney private school education. Anyway, I went to university, uh, which I promptly fell and left, by the way. I have written a book and I haven't been to uni. I just think that's the best thing ever. But anyway, <laughs> in 1989, I remember somebody saying to me they were doing a computer science degree and me going, why? Right. I literally, what? Why? Like, and just now I look back and go, oh, you idiot. <laughs> That's what you should have been doing. You could have been a developer all this time, earning bucket loads. Um, but yeah, it's, <laughs> I, yeah. Because we really hadn't really impacted the world of work, had it? And of now course. we've got yeah, look at yeah. the difference uh, from flexible working and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. So for the hiring managers who are listening to this, going, yeah, that's all very well. You know, you're hiring like, a couple of people yeah. and it's not scalable, but more around the whole, you know, I'm hearing companies saying, let's bring everybody back to work. We're going to force them into the office. Yet you're sort of saying, actually, no, let's be really flexible. And I can, again, I can still see you in a queue pushing out from red tape for some reason. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> What's your advice to them? Like, with all the stuff that you've done over the years, you must have managed a few that you're like, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, again. yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, it's, I think what I've learned and I think what we've all learned, especially over lockdown, but certainly prior to this anyway, mm. you know, um, and, you know, Katrina, you and I are both part of the wider HR community. There's mm. a lot of good writing out there from lots of people about, you know, what does it mean to be a good, flexible employer? Yeah. You know, how does that really show up in the way that you do things? You know, not necessarily from a policy perspective, but just, you mm. know, it's like, well, human perspective. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, from that very human perspective and just really accepting that if people have needs, that's very normal these days. And mm-hmm. people have all sorts of needs. You know, there's caring yeah. responsibilities, parenting responsibilities, mental health, well-being needs. And yeah, what I am less interested in, or rather, no, what I'm more interested in is supporting anybody who has those needs. 
I am less interested in someone being mm. present because they feel that they have to be there. And I'm more interested in, are you, do you care about this work? Okay, you care about the work. Let's help yeah. you to do that well. Yeah. If that means that sometimes you don't need to be here, I have no problem with that. Mm. Because when you are here, I know that you're present and I know that you're giving me everything that you can. If you need that time away, please take the time away. Yeah. You know, I've been fortunate. I've had managers so much. Say again? Well, I wonder why it scares managers so much. I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, there's various different pressures. You know, there's obviously one around productivity. You know, people are hired to be productive. We're not hiring them to not be at work necessarily. So I understand that mm. from that perspective. I'm Sometimes, way more productive at home than in the office. Do you reckon? I cannot concentrate. I, I couldn't even use your flexible working space. I'm, re- I'm a very loud introvert. Right. So I need silence when I'm working. I need to be in my own space. Oh, cool. I'm also, I'm also a highly sensitive person. So I feel everything and I smell everything to such a high extent. I just can't be around. And everyone's oh, like, no, you're an extrovert. Yeah. I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> I go into extrovert mode occasionally, but I like, yeah. So I'm more productive. Yeah. And I think that there's even companies out there who've discovered their staff are more productive and they've done the best year ever. And they're still going, you've got to come back into the office. And I don't get it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't get it, right? I mean, you know, it was really interesting to hear that Spotify have said you can work from anywhere you want to work from. Mm. And you go, that's really that's really impressive because they're, they're genuinely recognizing that if you want to come into an office, fine, mm-hmm. come into an office. That's no problem. Yeah. If you want to be in the on a beach somewhere because that's your ideal way of working, Mm-hmm. Knock, you know, fill your boots. As long as you get the work done, who cares? Like where you're, okay. where you're based. Actually, sitting. Yeah, and it's funny, and I love the fact that you said, you know. Also, I think you get the dedication. So you're looking for people who perhaps you know are caring for somebody or do need that flexibility. There's so much more dedicated to an employer who will cope with that. And I mean, I find with my, he's actually nearly 16. This blows my mind. My Labrador, right? <laughs> he, I, he cannot get up on his own. So like. Thank goodness the pandemic happened because the last year he's needed us full time. Like, right. And you're like, it's a dog. But yeah, no, to me, it's my child. So, yeah, I, yeah. you know, every couple of hours I've got to take him out the garden. I physic- I can't just <laughs> let him out the door. I've got to physically take him out. And then I've got to come back and start concentrating again. Yeah. So any employer that can cope with things like that, I think is, yeah, God sent. So do you have yeah. any advice for recruiters today? Yes. I'm about to be interrupted. Can Are you? Put this on pause just I'm for a just moment. I'm just going to pause then. That was brilliant. I love the fact that you actually got interrupted for stuff for your co-working space. <laughs> yeah. um, it just seems so apt. <laughs> and because, you know, this is the unedited podcast, so I'll only edit the gap out. Okay, cool. <laughs> I leave all that home stuff in because I just think it's so perfect. Yeah. Um, I think we all relate, don't we? <laughs> we can- so, what I, yeah, what I was going to ask, though, like for recruiters, you yeah. know, Wanting to try something different, wanting to do something different. Do you have any advice or anything that you learnt through this recent experience that you just sort of say, take this to your hiring manager? It's a big question, I know, but yeah, I mean, is I, I think actually, you know, the the idea to use next door came from um, uh, from when I was at Read Business. One of our women in tech um, team that we had there. Yeah. What they shared was that when they were looking to improve the hiring of women in tech, yeah. they went out to um, what was what's the name of the website? Mumsnet. Oh yes, yes. And they posted in there because yeah. like there are still yeah when I say still that's the wrong word there are many um, very mm-hmm. qualified 
engineers who are women who have parenting responsibilities of all sorts Mm -hmm. and they just but they're not necessarily on job boards looking for it but they're on mum's net you see a job posting you're like wait actually that's really interesting so I kind of followed that thinking and I was like well if I'm not going to use LinkedIn I'm not going to use Indeed or anything like that what's and I'm looking to support a local business where are the local where are the local people hanging out yeah yeah, where, where can I meet them where they are as opposed to so that was kind of one real key thing you know was around that um the other thing though was really just um just questioning myself on what do I want my hiring process to be yeah uh, you know it would have been really easy to just go down well they have to submit a cv it has to be done in this way and here's what the rest of the press like well who, who am I serving by doing that? You know, so it was yeah. just, but yeah, and this comes back to you're just uh, curious. You've got this wonderful <laughs> curiosity, like with yourself and with the process. And yeah, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I mean, it was one of the things I'm really keen on with the co working space is that if I want it to be a inclusive space, I have mm-hmm. to hire in an inclusive way. Yeah, like you know, every every part of what I'm doing has to reflect what I want my members to be able to experience. Yeah, that starts with my people, right? Yeah, and so if they can turn around and say, "Oh, yeah, you know, our recruitment process like this, and it was great, and you know, we've got this role. This is how it supports me." How is that not going to be a good message to for people to hear yeah. when they're talking? Yeah, I love that. Just you know, a question there, I think as well question why and I think it goes back to you know in the mastermind I teach curiosity I just think Mm. it's so important in that intake strategy session and I realized while I was writing the book you know chapter five and I say this to people all the time chapter five that intake strategy session it's like be curious when you're talking to that hiring manager question 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 what else is possible what other way why what's why you know just question I don't don't think recruiters do it enough so ah right excited so when's it opening (laughs) Oh, that's the, that's the question. So I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping. Um, I'm hoping for the 21st of June. That's what oh. I've. That's what I'm going for. Exciting. Um, you know, it's it's meant to fall in line with when we have our UK restrictions lifted from COVID and what have mm-hmm. you. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see. I assume, knowing you, you thought of a counter plan if our restrictions don't lift because we, we don't want to look at the papers at the moment. No. Um, <laughs> if people want to find out more about you and about them, is LinkedIn the best way? Is your website? What's, what's Yeah, the best way I mean, LinkedIn is probably the best place for, uh, you know, it's uh, I, I use it quite regularly. So oh. to Pabial, there's only one of me out there, people. <laughs> I have a unique name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have that problem. <laughs> I'm not one, but I think there are about seven of us. So I have to be really careful right. what I get up to. It's not like the first 20 pages of Google. <laughs> it's like, behave, Katrina. <laughs> and I'm so open, it's dreadful. I get in trouble all the time. But anyway, it's good fun. It's good fun. Um, thank you so much for joining the podcast and sharing that story because I think it's just really interesting and I love your thought process behind it. So I really appreciate you doing that. Oh, thank you for thank asking you. me. It's been such a good talk. Yeah, thanks again. Thank you for listening to the Hiring Partner Perspective Unedited Podcast, proudly supported by the people at WorkDrive. Hopefully you really enjoyed what you heard and have left feeling inspired. And if so, I would love your help to create real change. Please pass this podcast on to your hiring leaders and other recruiters and HR. Even share it on your social channels if you feel so inclined. 
that the more reach we can get, the more change we can create. So please remember to subscribe, of course, on your favorite podcast platform. And do come and say hello at Hiring Partner Perspective on Instagram, where I share behind the scenes of what's going on. Until next time. Thank you. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I Offer You Some Feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.